Welcome to this week's edition of The Hot Flush, the premier parrot Premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Woog, and alongside me is Mrs. Berry. And Mrs. Berry has had quite the week. I think we've all had quite the week. We'll talk about that soon. Quite a roller coaster. It has been a roller coaster. What Shall was... we start with good news? Yes. I found out a mere two hours ago that I have a new job. This is very good news. A correction I have a new job that's going to pay me money. And that you're going to like. And that I'm going to really love. And be really good at. What are you going to be doing, Kim? Tell us all. I'm going to be editing a uh, food and and alcohol industry magazine. What's it called? It's called Food and Drink Business. Oh. Food and Drink Business. Does that mean you get to partake in food and drink? Yeah, I do. I think it does. (laughs) But it's not... It's it's more the... It's it's the industry aspect of it. So everything from food production through manufacturing, through processing, through all that really nerdy, geeky stuff that you you know that I love. You love anything you can get the research. Exactly. And when I met with the publisher, she said, some people would, you know, are you sure you won't be bored by this? And I said, (sighs) Helen. (laughs) I said, listen. I said Susan. I said Dal. I said Pet. I said Sweet. Uh, yeah. So I am like so excited. It's like I porn. It is food yeah. porn. Yeah. And so I'm just yeah. Well, good on you. So that is that is a in m- what has been a very tumultuous. Oh, hey everyone, that's the ringtone I have when Oscar rings. So I hear that on average about fifty times a day. Goodbye, Oscar. <laughs> I love you dearly, but I am not talking to you now. Um, it has been a bit of a funny old week. Um, and by the time you're listening to this, it would have been a week since the terrible, terrible events happened in Christchurch. And um, so, yeah. so Kim got a job and I got a little depressed. Well, when, when that all happened on last Friday, it was basically, um, this sounds incredibly selfish compared to what these families and community have gone through but it was my it was my tipping point I just heard the first little bit that something terrible had happened and that a lot of people had been killed and that it was a white male supremacist and I just went I'm out yeah I cannot my brain and my heart can't absorb any more Uh, of this yeah you see I should have done what you did and I just and I have not read listened or or watched any current affairs programs since last Friday. So I've picked up bits, you know, like just from conversations and um, and just, you know, sort of seeing. But there's this really interesting thing about what our brains are made for. And our brains are made for small communities and packs and sitting in groups. And, yeah. and, and when we – so then we don't live in a society that's like that anymore. No. So we see these events unfold. We see these political situations unfold and there's, it's been relentless. It's been relentless for, uh, since, you know, 9-11. Yeah. And, and before that too, I think that's just when yeah. we sort of came of the age where this stuff well, became Well, the problem very... is they used to get your news at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock. And, and that, that was, was it. it. And now the news cycle is 24-7. And... So you are being drip-fed information and people are so desperate for content. Yeah. So then they'll start writing really just... Well, this is, this is now it. Now you get your fuckwits that go on social media... Like, who am I hating at the moment? Oh. <laughs> but this, Too many. I think it started in earnest. Sam Newman. I, oh. Oh, well, I don't understand. And do you know, if any of these media organisations actually did adhere to their charter, mm-hmm. people like Sam Newman, people, people like anyone on Sky News after dark yeah. <laughs> would have no airtime because what they do is lie fabricate and miss the scare and misrepresent and and drive and incite hysteria i know i know and so we're not designed for this Uh. we can't control that we can't we have no and i know that some people feel they can find a glimmer of control or or something by say you know going to like like what happened where people went to an actual mosque in their local area and, and gave flowers or or um I think there were some events where people actually went to to, to mosques and yeah. to show sort of support and and uh, and that's fantastic but I just for me it was just 
it was just too much. Mm. The the things that were said in the Cardinal Pell case, yep. the things that are being said since the Michael Jackson um, documentary has come out, the 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 things that have come out following the massacre. It, I'm just done. Yes. All I can do is control or contribute to my community. My community, and I think as a as a adult and as a human, my community is actually quite big. Yeah, like <laughs> Rob sort of just goes, "I will never cease to be amazed as to how you can pluck someone from like your life 20 years ago and give me their whole story and then be, bring me up to now. I don't I don't understand how you do that, but that's." We so, say I'm fortunate. I'm. I really wish, and I said something about this this week. I got off social media, and and I haven't been writing, and because I've just been so fucking sad. And I just really wish I had thicker skin. I think life would be so much easier if things bounced off you. Do you know what? I don't think it's about. I don't think it's about how thick your skin is. I think it's actually got to do with how developed your emotional your EQ is, mm. and your emotional intelligence is really high mm. and so you I you, you feel these things and really it, and it bloody floors me it i tell you it's it floors me i just i just yeah almost can't cope no yeah. and i then i do i skate around being a bit depressed yeah and it's not good so if that's me like i just and then i always straight away i go well what about those families that i'm being silly i shouldn't have these feelings those families you know who are actually you mm. know Anyway, God. And I think, uh, so I don't have any answers for that. I think, I think how each of us handle it is different. And for me, I had to just shut everything down for the weekend. And I really haven't come back to it much this week because of other reasons that compounded on oh, my shit. general broad, just malaise with world and local political and current affairs then I had my own you know health affairs and I just so I just haven't I just haven't been able to do it and then I sort of started to come back to it and then there was this remarkable photo of that AFL women's Taylor Taylor holy shit like what a what an incredible photo B put my back out look at her put my back out looking at her her hamstrings on her She's but magnificent. Who, like the athletic prowess of that of that person, and what she what it has taken for her to get to that point. I know. And then all I hear is apparently, you know, it's she's back being in slammed. the kitchen. Yeah, get back in the kitchen where you belong. <laughs> so I just checked out again. I, I put up a picture of it. Here's my apricot slice checker. <laughs> and you know, it's weird because I. There is so much goodness that comes know, out of this. There's this... so much goodness. I like what I would do without the community that we've created. I and, know they're beautiful. And I've been quite quiet on our hot flush page this week as well because just because we will talk about that. We can talk about that now. But um, you know, and I actually really missed it. Yeah, they're good, good bunch of girls, and they're all celebrating your job at the moment on the <laughs> Facebook page. If you do have a join the hot flush Facebook page. Get on to it. What are you doing? It's a nice place. I promise you, you'll leave feeling a lot better than when you came. Yes. Because you can't say that a lot about places. You on really the can't. Internet. Do you know what I ended up doing this week? Because I'd gone through my my very highly curated list of podcasts that I listened to, and there was nothing less. Do you know what I did? I listened to us. Oh, did you? I listened to like three episodes of us. Sometimes I listen to us when I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh, well, that's a sales pitch. <laughs> That's our promo for next week. <laughs> Listens when I'm trying to sleep. Um, yeah. Oh, Luke. Sometimes I really blather, Kerry so I do apologise for that. Dale Taylor, welcome to join. They've just joined the Hot Flush. Maybe not Facebook surnames. So, yes, that's good moving forward. <laughs> and we've also got a handful of tickets left for our Hot Flush dinner on the 6th of april at 6 p.m in crow's nest all the details are on the facebook page we might pop that up again too yeah and we've managed to score quite the goodie bag for you all <laughs> it's got some it's got some goodies yeah l'oreal garnier and maybelline have, have come, to, come the to the party and you you get a goodie bag you get a goodie bag and they're not shitty little goodie bags they're good yeah. ones yeah um okay can we you know how we've spent the last okay you know how we've spent 
2019 talking about, about my guts bum. and my bum yeah. and GoPro up the butt. Yes, I thought we'd finished that last week. We finished that last week. We haven't finished it. What's happened now? Can we revisit it? Yes. I'm going to I'm gonna run through it. Okay, go. Had it all done. Poo doctor said, all good. Come and see me in a couple of weeks. That was on up the butt day. Mm-hmm. Rings me on Friday and go, uh, rings me on Thursday and goes, uh, he'd like to see you. Can you come in on Monday? Oh, fuck. I went, hmm. No, that doesn't seem great. So I go in on Monday. Why did they ring you on a Friday and then what did you wait all weekend? Yeah, right. And I know not what you would have done. You would have been Googling everything. No, I wasn't Googling yet. I just went, I'm not going to stress about this because it's not going to change whatever he's going to tell me on Monday. So I'm just going to live my life. And it was really wet on the weekend. So I just hung out with the boys. We just watched movies. It was great. So I went in on Monday and he was like, yep, yep. Test result, you know, the up and down cams were okay. He said, but, uh, yeah, your pancreas. <laughs> now, That's one thing you don't want to have anyone Completely, completely un, unintentionally, the night before, Grover and I had been watching Harry Potter. And you know the actor who plays Professor Snape, whose no. name has now fallen out of my head again? And I was like, oh, I can't remember his name. He's in Love Actually as well. And he... I said, and Ravi said to me, who is he? And I went, oh, I can't remember. Looked him up. Then when I looked him up, and I went, oh, my God, he died. And I go, did I know he died? And I go, actually, I think I did. And I said, oh, he died of pancreatic cancer. He was only 69. And uh, 69. No, he was 61, actually. And Grover says, what's pancreatic cancer? And I said, it's a terrible cancer. They, they, there's no yeah. indication, and you basically die really quickly. Yeah. Because they so then, so he and I are sitting there the night before I see the poo doctor talking about pancreatic cancer, going through all the, like, right? And then I go in and he goes, yeah, your pancreas isn't working. And I went, what? what? And I went, do I have cancer? And he goes, mm, you don't really present as a cancer patient. And I went, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't like any of that so far. He went, uh, he said, yeah, it's highly unlikely. Well, you know, you know me. Yeah. The Berry family, you know the one in 5,000, the one in 120 million we are the one. The Berry family is the one in the statistics, right? So he says, oh, it's Harlan. And I just go, oh, that means I've got it. That's oh, it. I've got pancreatic cancer. I'm like, oh. And then I thought, and then, so anyway. but it, So this there, is, none of this is adding to my, like, already heightened state of <laughs> general, just doom and general, gloom. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway. I've been so, nagging her, like, every five seconds. Update. 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 So very briefly, and we can go, people can ask me more about this on the hot flush page if you like, but your, your pancreas produces two different things. One is the insulin and the other is the enzymes for you to digest food. And my pancreas is not producing any of the enzymes that, that do that. Henceforth so, sharting disasters. Yes. And, uh, and so I, take, I now take two tablets with every meal and one tablet with every snack. All this has done has shown me how much food I am constantly shoveling down my gullet. And uh, so that has been a very rude awakening of just like, holy shit. I'm like, uh, And I just take that and that replaces the enzymes. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, I've now had a CT scan and I've had more bloods to test for a whole host of other potential prob- reasons as to why they're not doing that. One of which is pancreatic cancer. One is hyperparathyroidism, one is um, autoimmune pancreatitis, one is acute pancreatitis, one is, it goes on and on. And of course, I have been thoroughly researching all of it. I know, and I said to her, do not Google it. She goes, too late. Hi, Jackie, we're podcasting. Okay. Hi, Mum. Hi, Dad. Sorry about that. That was my youngest son. I haven't seen him for a couple of days because I have been perambulating on farmland trying to make sense of this funny old world, world. we live in. Mm. Yes, I've spent a couple of days down. Um, yes, darling, you can have the chicken twisties, but don't have all of them. Go. See how loving I am on, on my return? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've got a friend who has a, a farm. It's beautiful down there and I love it. And I just walk over the fields and talk to the cows. That's very nice. And uh, I also eat quite a bit. <laughs> You're in the good paddock? I was a bit like, I saw a photo of myself the other day and I said, girlfriend, get out of that paddock. <laughs> um, so anyway, back to the poo story is it's now no longer poo, it's now pancreas. And 
uh, the test results, I've spoken to his secretary, the test results are back, but he hasn't rung me, so I'm actually taking that as a good sign that there is no big, massive red siren going. Yeah, of course it is. If there was something, um, I said to you, if there was something hugely wrong, he would be bloody in that office. He would have you in that office. Yeah. So, oh, but, it's, yeah. but it has been quite a shock. Oh, I bet. And I wanted to tell you something about how I managed it. I've got to go and get a mammogram tomorrow. Oh, do you? Yeah. My mother-in-law had a mammogram last week because as part of her um, follow-up, she's now, she went, saw her oncologist this week, eight years clear of breast cancer. That's fabulous. I've got a lump. Go, Linny. She said there's a new machine and it doesn't hurt. Oh, rubbish. No, no, she was. She was at the mother and she said it's a new machine. It doesn't hurt. Bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit until I see that sandwich press come towards me. So when I was... There's in... nothing to... I, I know that you're really concerned about my alarm, but it's, it is just a cyst that just gets checked every year. So What are we going to call a Lois? <laughs> <laughs> Cynthia. Cynthia the cyst? Yes. <laughs> so when I was particularly, you know, when I really hit rock bottom on after Monday and like, oh my God, like this is, I could have cancer. Yeah. Um, I said to Rob, I really just need to go and do some retail therapy, but I don't have any money, so <laughs> I can't. And he said, this is, I quote, says, retail therapy is what you do if you have money. If you're poor, you just have free porn and masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't get endorphins either. Look at that. Look at that. Exactly. Um, also, what happened was I started to have to try and occupy myself. Yeah. So I was cleaning and I scrubbed, you know, the piss toilet? Yes, I know. We had so much advice on that. I know. Thank I you. still haven't got the Basito stuff, but it is on the shopping list for the next shop. Uh, but I scrubbed the shit out of those bathroom floors. And I'm not sure if it was because I was high on fumes <laughs> or because of my penchant for melodrama. But I started to plan... What I would want if I did die. Stop it. I'm not having this conversation. And so I was like, well, I'd want everyone to have drinks at the few. Oh, and then, what about this? What about this? And then I'd want Kate everyone. Kate skips, skates around with a little depression. And then you want to talk about this. Yeah. And so then I'm like. Sort of, I so told you I'm thin skinned. I think it's a very fine line between Do you want true bull, worry bull and voice? fear. <laughs> true worry and fear. And just like sort of the need for the dramatic. Because I'm like going, yeah, and then I'd want them to all walk down the hill to Puntino and just have big platters of pasta and lots of wine and, and all just talk about me. Right? So this is all going on in my head. But then I flipped from my melodrama into who's going to look after the boys. And when I met with my solicitor, like about a year after the family realignment, and we sat down and we were trying to work, and she said, okay, the boys, who's going to look after the boys if something happens to you? And it literally came down to us looking at each other across her desk and her going, this is too hard. We're just going to have to, we're just going to have to put this to the side, work this out later. All right. And so I, I know, I know. I'm going to get ma- happy soon. I'm going to make a cry, but you know, and so. <laughs> We've already I'm been vomited on live dogs today. <laughs> so I'm literally scrubbing my bathroom floor and I'm going, so who's going to look after the boys? And then I just had this moment and I just went, Rob will. And I was burst into tears and I ran down the back room I'm in my bra undies I'm sweating like a pig and I'm crying and I like and I ring him and I go (laughs) so if I am really sick and if I die what I want when I die I want you to go to the few and I want you guys to all be at the few and then I want you to go walk down the hill and go to potato and then I was wondering about what would happen to the boys and I didn't know who would look after the boys and then I realised it was you, and that you would look after the boys, and then everything was fine. And he's like, and I just seriously ugly snot crying on the phone, and he's going, "Oh, sweetie, of course I'd have the boys." And I was just like, and then like, and Marina, and, and Marina, and Robert, and Wings, and all the girls, that all, that all just co-parent with you, but it would all be fine. And he's just come. He's just going. Can I just tell you, well, Mr. Oh Wiggers just walked into the room to see whether someone was hurt. <laughs> he did. Oh, did he? Yeah. And I said, it's fine. She's fine. <laughs> and so, yeah. Can we move on? And so I said to him, this could have actually been the combination of bleach <laughs> and like, I just, but yeah, he'll look after the boys. Yeah, of course he will, because he's a nice man. Yeah. 
He's a decent human being. We need more people like him in the world. So if you were, if you were wondering, which I know you probably weren't, as to why I was so quiet this week. We both were quiet. We were both quiet. Woozy was very depressed and worried about me and worried about the world. And I was fairly convinced I was dying. And not only just dying, but dying of the most gruesome, you know, manner possible. Okay, we're going to have a quick break because when we come back, I'm going to tell you about how I got spewed on twice by two different dogs in half an hour. <laughs> and we'll get to your questions too. And and it's just going to be it's going to be the happiness hour. Yeah, but it is happy because I'm not dying, and you got a job, and I got a job, and you're not you're good. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know I'm a work in progress. <laughs> I never go so far to say I'm good. But you got to know the farm. Okay, we'll come back. And we're back with and some back. breaking news. It's almost like a live. Feed podcast of good news today. I'm going to let you tell our friends. The glorious poo doctor just rang me and told me that there is nothing alarming about the size, shape, or appearance of my pancreas, and there is nothing, um, no big red flags that have come up. So, so we've just had to cancel the wake. So, yeah, as uh, Marina said, so there's no wake then. So I've, I've built everyone up to like, oh, drinks at the few, pasta at Bontino. Yeah, and Rob doesn't have to go and find a big house now. And <laughs> it's all been a very oh, interesting favorite. fucking week. So when is it over? So I still have to take my exocrine, exocrine pancreatic insufficiency supplements. Uh, 45 times a day by the sounds of it. Yeah, 45 times every time I shovel something into my mouth. <laughs> But can I just very quickly, the last thing I want to say about this is all the various ailments that it could have been, which were all terrible and which is still, I mean, it's still not great. Like, why is my pancreas not working? That is not fantastic. Um, All of them said, you know, you should be experiencing rapid, unexplained weight loss. Yeah. Where was mine? (laughs) I didn't get any of that. And I was actually thinking, you know, if I fucking got cancer and I haven't had weight loss, like, fuck that for a joke. But I don't. No, she so, doesn't. Which is very good. And all that actually does show is, fuck, I must be shoveling a fair amount of calories into my mouth that if I've got some terrible disease and I'm still actually not losing weight. You should be paleo. That was like me being a fat bulimic. Like I was still eating that many calories that the, the ritual spewing was not actually causing me to lose any weight. We shouldn't joke about bulimia. I was a failed bulimic. Um, well, today... For those who know me, you will know that my gag reflex is somewhat sensitive. You have a very sensitive gag reflex. So we were travelling up from the farm today. Carol was in the front. I was in the back with the dogs, just having a lovely time. Oh, I can't imagine anything worse. When all of a sudden, Blossom started dry heaving (gasps) and vomited. Oh, Which I dealt with as best I could while being completely hysterical. <laughs> and after I recovered from that... So did she actually vomit or was she just... Oh, vomited. Vomited. On you? No. Because that was, that was the other dog's plan. Motus operandi. So the other dog was lying on me. Skipper. Who's a shy poo. Shih Tzu poodle. Oh, God. And out of the blue, with no absolutely warning, it just unloaded its guts all over my arm. And that, my friends, put me over the edge. Did you vomit? I would have if I had anything in my stomach, but it was revolting. And so then I said, pull over, and I got out my, my Garnier face wipes, and I cleaned myself up, and then I said, I'm getting in the front now. Fuck you all. Go and vomit and spew and poo and do whatever you need to do. I'm not playing a part of it. It was gross. <laughs> Did Blossom get out and have a chuck? Oh, I don't know then. I just didn't even look, look back in the back I, of the I just would not have sin. I can't even clean up. Well, I can because I, can, I do. But cat spew, like, off the floor. Like, if it was actually on me. On me. Hot. On my arm. <gasps> Oh, Hasn't been a good week for me. I, I can imagine say. the smell. Fuck. Have you heard the latest? No, you've had a fabulous week because you went to you went to the farm. I did go to the farm and I perambulated and gave all the cows names and then cried because I thought they were going to be put on the van and go to Woolies, oh which is apparently what's going to happen tomorrow. 
Did you hear the news? Tony Abbott has discovered books. I just can't. I just you will, and you can. It's your job. Speak into the microphone. I just... The map... Look. I I just can't. I can't even entertain the thought of talking about him. Reading is such a wonderful way of broadening the mind. It's uh, such a wonderful way of exploring parts of the world that you can never personally see. And, you know, isn't it a great comment on the people of Warringah? Something like this, which is a exercise in self-help and exercise in building social capital, is happening right here in Kang. So he was door knocking and he came across one of those cute little community uh, libraries. We have one up uh, at our local shops. For those not familiar with the concept, it's just a little box or some people just set up their own little box out the front of their house and it becomes where people can put, put books and take them and put other books in and it's like a little community library. Tony seems to think that he's stumbled know, across the... stumbled across bloody you know a new source of plutonium or something. I mean, it's just... and what does he say there? Social, cap- does social Tony would, capital. Tony wouldn't know what social capital was. Like, what is social capital? Well, that is social capital. Yeah, because he's sort of investing in the making the world a better place. Yes, pity he can't do it. Pity that he has spent the, pretty much the entirety of his time in Parliament destroying social capital like but he thinks that a cute little box with a couple of secondhand books in it that's a good idea <laughs> fucking cockwomble Ooh, sorry Joni. okay wait let's get to our favorite part shall we <laughs> let's get to your questions we're a little bit all over the shop today aren't we Yes. I think you and I, we've got a bit of, we're a bit fatigued just from the whirlwind and the roller coaster that has been this week. Yes, it hasn't been fun. And now I've actually had a couple of glasses of champagne and I have a job and I'm not dying of pancreatic cancer. I'm like, what did Mr. Woog say to you before? It's all up from here. It's all up from here. Are you? Hey guys, did you hear? I got a job. I got a job. Okay. We have one man in the hot flush group. Now, I'm not sure how everyone feels about Andrew being in the hot flush group. Wait. Andrew Faith. Oh, is Andrew in our group yeah. in the group now? Yeah. And also, um God he's gonna I feel so bad. I can't remember. His name's just fallen out of Andrew is I'm a very so old friend of ours, so and he's just divine. He's asked Once you've applied for a job, why don't most prospective employers not even bother to give you an acknowledgement, let alone a no thank you? Considering the time and effort we've gone into considering a role and the organisation and actually applying, it's pretty fucking rude. Okay. Can I tell you something? When I did all of that recruitment stuff after I was made redundant, uh, one of the first things was when I went to the HR recruitment company, they said... An average of 30 seconds is spent on every application that comes across a desk. And now the majority of companies, particularly big companies, they don't even have a person look at those applications. They go through an algorithm in the computer that then just picks out whether you've used keywords and certain things, whatever they've fed in as being part of their algorithm. And then they only take the top 2% or 5%. Oh, well, that is depressing. So it's not even that someone's seen it and gone, nah. It's probably that it, it's gone through a system and, and you've come in at, you might have come in at having 78% of the skills, but there were five people above you who had 86, 82, 91, and 70, you know, 77. So it's, um, yeah, it is, it is rude in the traditional sense, but in the current modern sense, no. Nah. I, I, I don't ever expect any form of response ever. I love Ruth Jones. Ruth? Not her last name is not Jones. Ruth is one of my favourite people on the planet. And she writes, manners are very expensive. Don't expect them from cheap people. Well, yeah, that's true. But, you know, it's not kind of... Yeah, but I, I think we're looking for manners in the wrong place. Like, in terms of at that level. I think once you've had interviews, then I think it's really rude. But it's still very common even at that point. You can go in for the first round of interviews and if you don't get a call back... Like, 
They don't. No one's going to come and hold your no, hand. And well, they don't go, thanks, but no, that you just don't get the call back. That, to me, is rude. That's but rude. the first little cut, I think we have to be sort of big about it. Now, do you know what? <sighs> you know how um, we have... Keep talking and I'll tell you. I'm like, you're just hopeless today. She's, she's trying oh, to come do, on. She's trying to do three things at lunch. She's had, at lunch. She's had a couple of life-changing uh, things. <laughs> I can't remember. We we actually, I have, we actually have three men in our hot frost group. There's three. There's three men. Oh, okay. And one of them has actually been there for a while, and he is a dear friend. And he was one of Oscar's teachers at the school of awesome. Oh, lovely. And he is, I am very happy for him to be one of our token. I want to call him token. Token males. (laughs) One of our male champions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Danielle Broad. I'm not going to say your last name. Danielle. Making new friends in your 40s. Once kids are getting a bit independent, anxiety of this stage kicking in strong, you realise mm. you've drifted and put yourself so far down the list that you didn't, that you're, that you've realised friends have drifted. Yes. I know I need to tame the anxiety and get out there, but I don't even know where to start. I mean, I'm anxious even putting this out there. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's so true, don't you? Don't you think? Oh, yeah. And because I know... <laughs> I know that I reached a point when all the boys were younger that I was like, I will accept in two new friends from each of each of you. Like, so, you know, two friends from Felix's gang. gang. And, you know, it, of course, does not pan out like that. No, of course not. But it's really hard. How do you, like at our age, what are you, where are you going and how are you making those that's friends? That's what I just agree because, I, you know, I'm always in my head. Anderson. Anderson is our other. Okay, good. So Anderson, you. Andrew and Cameron. I'm glad that you spent all that time. Yeah, they're our male ambassadors. Awesome. Our male Look champions. T-shirts. Um, <laughs> no, because I always um, fantasize about moving to the country or the sea change. And then I'm like, well, what about my mates? Yeah. And, you know, I've got mates from primary school, mates from high school, mates from uni, mates from work, you know. But to start again, it would be hard. I think that you're going to have to do some sort of a hobby, Dars. I know. We need to start the craft group. The craft afternoon is just taking off. People are keen. I know. Danielle, where do you... I still have done... You'll all be very reassured to know that I have done nothing about that. Oh, and do you remember last week... Have you got gave... any other advice for Danielle before we oh, move on? Um, I think the... I think the... Yeah, the maybe other, like, groups thing can be good, like finding a hobby and starting a new group, like, activity or something. Um, and also sometimes, you know, in places like this, like, on the I know that, watch page. So I, know, I know that a lot of people um, on the Wooth World page... Have woogie meetups. Yeah. And they get together and there's one on in Melbourne, I think, this weekend. Oh. And they all just get together and get to know Look each other. Look what you've done. I know. Oh, okay. So now when you're dragging your little knuckles around out there looking at your, your husband's garden, not a euphemism, you can like, you know, go, Look, I know. Yeah. The world is not bad. I have done good things. I have done. I've tried. I've tried. If you build it, they will come. Uh, Belinda would like to know how you both are. I think we've covered that off. Oh, God. Yeah, Belinda. Because Belinda's in the midst of what I have been in the midst of. But poor thing, she's got to go for another, until next week, I think, until she gets her results. So it's it's an awful space. Mm -hmm. Top me up, would you love? Uh, So, Belinda, I am now a lot better. Um, Yeah, I'm a lot better. And Woogsy has a bit more pep in a step, by the looks of it. Yes. We always, and you know, a lot of you guys tell us this in your feedback, that we always just, when you see the live, like the Insta stories and stuff of us together, and it just, it lifts them. And I'm like, but that's what we do. Like every week when I leave here, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm good to go. Good to go. Um, Marin Hodges, is winter coming? No, apparently not. Oh, well, we've got the aircon on at 18 degrees and it's almost... I don't know, late March. Yeah, and Mr. Wood just lost his shit. So oh, sorry. did he? The aircon's got to go on. It's fucking ridiculous. No, it's <laughs> not coming ever. Ever, ever, ever. Marin, sorry. 
but do you remember in Sydney last year, it was really, there was still really stinking hot, humid days in April last yeah. year. I remember it because it broke me. <laughs> and so I'm already actually happier with 2019 than 2018 in that regard because we have had some lovely, cooler little pockets already in March. And I have put the doona on the bed. Ooh. I only sleep with one leg under it, but... D- Donna. Oh, God. I'm, I'm, I'm like a in and out and hot oh, and cold. And... Yeah. Oh, I've got the doona, but I've still got the fan on. Egg boy and whether the children should rise up. Well, Donna, I ended up sending... Oh, I ended up giving permission for Horatio to attend the rally last Friday. Did he? How did his presentation go? His presentation was really good. Yes. So that was how I said that he could go. Then he said it was quite boring. Did he? He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't. You don't think he's up for the protest? No. He said it was a bit frightening and quite boring. <laughs> frightening. He said lots of people yelling. Well, that's a protest. Yeah. <laughs> then he went down to dumplings at Chinatown, as we knew he would. Uh, children should rise up. Why not? Oh, absolutely. I don't think I have no question about that. I have been, I, I, you know, I have seen the footage of Egg Boy. Um, I have tried to steer clear of all of the analysis of it ever since because that is what actually does my head in. Um, I tend to think, uh, you know, of course, part of my immediate reaction is yes. And then I think you can't have a standard, your own standard, and then a standard for others. No. And so how would we feel if someone had done that to... Any Bill Shorten, Penny Wong, um, you know. Oh, very different. John yeah, right. <laughs> so we can't sort of sit here and go, "Yeah, good on ya." Oh, we've got to hold everyone to the same standard. We can't yeah. turn around. So, but 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 Julia Gillard had eggs thrown at her. She did. She did. And, and a so, sandwich. Perfectly good way. I, I don't know where I'm going with this, and I don't really want to talk about it. Okay. Well, one thing I will say is good on your egg boy because they had a GoFundMe page because they. Assumed he was going to go to court, um, which he hasn't, and he has donated all that money to the Christchurch crisis. So I thought that was a show of a pretty emotionally mature young man. Bloody hell. Can you imagine his parents, how proud they would be? Mm. Speaking of proud parents, did you know you can get a, uh, a wellness student welfare notice from school that's actually... A positive one. So what do you mean? So you, know, you get the email from school and, and the headline is Jasper Berry. Well, Jasper, you know, well now everyone knows his name. <laughs> ja, um, well, of course you would have known his name. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, student welfare notice or something, right? And, and you're just like, like, shit, I've got holy shit. Like, he's the good one. Like, what the fuck is happening? And he's the good one. <laughs> well, he's the one that he's self-motivated. He, you know... He, he got jazz hands. The beginning of this year, he said to me, Mum, last year I really dropped the ball when it came to like just getting my homework done and on time and, and just being on top of it. And so this year my goal is to really not let that slide. It's 13. Yeah, it's in year. weird. It's in year eight. I'm like, oh my God. Well, my year eight. My son. <laughs> <laughs> not the rest of you. <laughs> you. And, uh. Anyway, so I open this thing and it's just this love letter from his maths teacher about how, what an amazing student he is and, and how, like, blah, blah. And I'm like reading it going, holy shit, there was two of them. There was one from February and one from March. And I've got, of course me, I go, fuck, I hope he hasn't peaked too early. God! <laughs> I didn't really, but you know. And anyway, and I show him and I just go, dude, this is awesome. Well done. And he's just like, hmm, oh, okay. And walks off. I'd have that shit printed up on T-shirts, flyers. <laughs> I'm just like thinking about maybe putting it in a frame, hallway. <laughs> cord fuke. Cord, cord fuke. You know the, the signs. There was something very really funny on the radio today. You know the signs, the political signs. They're made of that plastic. Yes. Um, they're that weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the people at the ABC were ringing and saying, how wonderful they are if you can get one or nick one because you can do things like fix your your roof with it or they make very good slides down sand dunes oh. <laughs> and to cover up the guinea pig cage and all these things that you can do. Uh-huh. Cord fluke, I believe. Wow. Um, oh, we've got an invitation here, the Snowy Mountains, and she's going to cook me some crab bisque. Oh. Oh, Crackenbat Farm is my restaurant and guest house just outside Jindabyne. Desperate for Ooh. you girls to come down in the winter to do a 
dinner and live podcast. Oh my god! Yeah, we will. That would actually have to. We might need to do that with like some sort of travel person and actually do it as a package. Don't you reckon? Oh, I don't care. I'm just going to get out of there and start. Oh, can we just go yeah. and then just tell everyone else we're going and yeah. they want to organise themselves? That's yeah. great. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. <gasps> okay. Okay, Laura, I'm one month away from 50 and my fucking period <laughs> is back to a 28-day cycle. What the fuck? And I wrote back, it's just wrong. And then she's like, it's like, fuck my life. With Jamais. Um, and anyway, I got mine a week early. I got mine today. You're currently running at two to one yeah. of mine. Like, I get mine and then you're you're, you're filling in the gap. I've got I have two a month now. It's tre- tremendous. That's tremendous. It's just, you know, yeah. The first time was so much fun. Let's do it again. Oh. Once more with feeling. Do you know what? All I think is when they do speed up like that, it's like maybe your body's like expelling them all and Shuffing they'll be gone. Them down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this makes me so moody, Kim. But then I sort of think, well, that doesn't work because they say that it, they space out is when you know that they're moving as opposed to speeding up. Oh, God. I'm like a battery mm. chicken. Um, well, you know how I told you that Hugh, our gyno, wanted to put me on the cyclical patches? Yeah. I still haven't bought them because I keep forgetting because I thought I was dying of pancreatic cancer. Oh, well, you can get on top of that now. Yeah. Um, how to cope with the shit that leaves me heartbroken and feeling powerless. Well. Well, we talked about that at the beginning, Alice. Um, I, I had to take myself off social media but still like you know wasn't creating content as the young no. people say and kim just gave the whole thing a big fucking wide berth. wide berth helen how do i stop tearing up with just facing bushfires in victoria which was so mentally stressful and my family caught up in the mass shooting in christchurch <gasps> oh they're safe now do i have a wine or a damn strong gin both and both. a lie down is that our helen oh helen that is that's uh, that's terrible. Yep, and someone's Megan suggesting that if it is continuing to feel too hard, go to the talk to the doctor. I was just going to say that you might actually need a little session with someone. If you're in Sydney, let me know, and I can give you Susan, my talking doctor. She is fantastic yep. at sorting out the wheat from the chaff, the yep. fat from the fiction. Fiction. And I know a wonderful psychologist on the Northern Beaches. If, if you want someone who can also just maybe just do a couple of sessions yeah. or like, um, I think it's really important. I've done this too. I have got myself so worked up over world events that I've just had to go. And she's like, yep, yeah, I'm very busy at the moment because everyone wants to talk it through. So yeah. it's totally, totally understandable. Yeah. And you know, uh, I'm always one for a bit of a good internet Google search, but go to TEDx and look up some talks on things like, grief or trauma or and you'll find some really fabulous and they're just 10 minutes because i feel anything more than that is just completely overwhelming yep but those even little things like that can give you a really good little oh that's a good way to to switch that in my brain yeah and also don't forget there's lots of different mindfulness and meditation apps that are free uh and smiling mind is one that i can recommend Smiling mind but it's not free is it a certain amount of it is free and so and there's another one called calm and i've actually been oh i have been using smiling mind hmm, well there you go um, and find the time to actually do it don't just say you're gonna do it but yeah do it so i think because i think what ends up happening is we we fall into a, a some you know a real sort of sadness and despair about those things and then we get worried about the fact that we're there and we can't do anything about it. And then it all... So we need to then actually arm ourselves with some tips and techniques and some tricks to... So I love my brain. My brain allows me to do amazing things. Yeah. And we've got to look after to, it. To create things. It allows me to feel... But it also is a tricky little bastard. Yeah. Because it, it it's so protective of me. Yeah. That it's trying to, like, pinpoint dangers that yeah. aren't even there. Yeah. You know, as Rob says about my brain, he goes, I love your brain, but your brain can be a fucking bitch. And I'm like, yeah. So I think of it like that. Yes. Um, Candace, thank you for getting mad on my behalf for no air conditionings in classrooms in Queensland. Really appreciate it. It's killing me. When will summer end? And I love you girls. Oh, Candace, it's never ending, girls. You know that. We've talked about that already. Mm. But um, I, I will make it my life's work to get your 
uh, you got to DM me where you are and who your um, local member is because I will take on that fight. Yeah. Because I've got all the time in the world. When's the next Queensland state election? I don't know. Mm. Mm. How incredibly inspirational is Jacinta Arden? Yeah. Yeah, dumb. Dumb. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, dumb. She's... I'm sorry, everyone, but she is. She's amazing. It's basically the style of leadership that should occur with every single mm. event of this nature. Um, it doesn't. That's not in political. and of itself. She, is... she's, she's leading a country and yeah. doing it in the most unpolitical fashion yeah. I've seen for a very long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Totally related to last week's chat about teenagers with food in their bedrooms. Hello, Antrail, leading to icicle <gasps> stick under the bed. Oh. Latest gripe is called clean up your room, resulting with half the wardrobe dumped in the washing machine. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh, I was going to, can you just deal yeah. with that? Because I'm having, like, post-traumatic stress. Weeks has just gone for a lie down at that little number. Because, because it happens to me all the fucking Really? Time. So what? They end up putting their clean clothes back just into the dirty laundry. Yeah. Oh, nuts. Nah. That is not they're banned in the bin, all of them. No, I'm sorry, that's not that's not acceptable. But it happens. Oh. Okay, I'm coming back now for my dramatic. Why are they just oh, my dramatic flounce off? A friend of mine is having immense trouble with her teenager at the moment, teenage boy, year nine. <laughs> Hello world. Um, and part of it is actually that he won't talk. So sounds like heaven. <laughs> um, now someone on the someone on the page actually put up a story from a uh, some guy who's an expert in raising teens, which was actually really excellent. So I wanted to say a shout out to them, even though I can't remember their name, and I've fed that on to her. But if anyone I can't else... remember your name, I can't remember my name. No, I know. Um, anyway, so yeah. Oh, that was really lame. Sorry, I've had a few champagnes. Ruth, new marina, sore tits, big hormonal spot on chin, no periods. I'll take it. Wow. The new marina. I do not. Sore tits. Oh, sore tits. I thought there was big tits. I, I don't, mine don't need to be any bigger. Big hormonal, but no periods. Yeah, I think that's a fair trade. <laughs> I think that's a fair trade. So, Ruth, have you had one before? She says new, so I'm presuming that, you know. Okay, do you want to read that next one out? Uh, so Leanne says, how did a, oh, uh, sorry, you know, Kara, uh, how to negotiate work-life balance when being offered a promotion. I've heard that something might be in, might be heading my way in my new job. Started last June after being made redundant from a job I hated, but was close to home and flexible when daughter was in high school. She is now an adult and working full-time herself. After speaking to hubby who used to work with me, he thinks I would be mad not to. It's a role... Oh, okay. Hold on. Right. Sorry about that. Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, okay. We'll go to my phone. Hang on. Oh, just talk amongst yourselves. Sorry. I just realised that my friend who just... Uh, who went to her farm, she left her wallet at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a complete... When you lose your wallet or <clears throat> leave it somewhere, you realise you're pretty fucked without it, aren't you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, how, yeah how, I don't understand. Like, how do you do that? That's terrible. Um, <clears throat> okay, so... Where's that gone? Here you go. Oh, thank you. Gosh, this is awesome podcasting. Um, <laughs> anyway, so her speaking to her hubby, uh, this is Leanne's hubby, thinks that she would be mad not to take it. It's a role she could really make her own, but I think I will miss the freedom of my current role as I can go in early, leave early. I know I will hate it. If the, Oh, I know I will hate it if they give the role to an idiot. <laughs> I love you. But I can't do everything and, being, and be sane as well. Help! I think flexibility... It's really so good. it's so interesting, isn't it? Like, I think 10 years ago, we would not even be having this as a conversation. It would just be an automatic, of course I am going for that promotion, that yes. increase in pay, that... But we reach a point where we're just like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty happy where I am and, and I don't know, but yeah, but if, if that person comes in and they're above you and they're an idiot, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, then you oh. shove yourself in the foot. 
And also, if it's a promotion and then you're in a more senior position, can't you make, like, can't you call the shots as to how, like, what hours you can? I don't know. It's been such a long time since I've had a job of, like, not being an abnormal sort of hustler. Yeah. Um, and Fiona's so excited about Kim's new job. Can't wait for the written word. Also, want to know, did Kim do the milky feet? I did mine, and they're peeling like crazy. Ah, no, I did not. But... Give it back to me. Okay, but what? Because I, uh, I did actually get though my own that I pulled out the cupboard. I already had it. The like the shaver, like they have at the oh. pedicure, oh. and I did that. And Jasper just sat there watching me with this look of absolute disgust on his face as it just piled up on the piece of paper under my foot. Oh, that is gross. And he goes, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I go, really? This is the most disgusting? Dude, you are so young. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, is there nothing more satisfying than shaving your own feet? Oh, I, yeah. Except I have done it once before and, of course, gone too, gone too hard. And then I've had to walk around really gingerly for, like, because I've got it right back to, like, baby skin level. And it's like, oh, my heels Do the milky feet. We'll okay. give you one more week to do the Well, why don't I go home and do it today? Because I've got another week before I start in my new job. Did you all know that I had got a new job? Oh, really? Tell I know. Me. I've got a new job. I'm going to edit an industry publication, which none of you will ever see because it's like, you know, unless you work in food production and you have an interest in conveyor belts. Sausage um, casings. Sausage casings and conveyor belts and uh, breakthroughs in packaging, um, which, of course, I will find infinitely fascinating and try and tell Kate about, and she'll just look at me with that face of just like, I can't even pretend to care, Kim. I cannot even pretend to care. I do that quite often, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, you shut me down a lot. But it's okay. It's okay. You've got a thick skin. Makes up for my thin skin. Anyway, I hope you're enjoying our weekly podcast. And go and get your tickets to our little soiree. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, anything else left from you, Kim? Um... No. Oh, hang on. Let me... Because I did actually write a list. Oh, okay. Here we go. I know. Oh, and no, I think we've covered it all. What's oh, on, no! What's on your list? Okay, there's something else that's on my list. Yeah? It's another health issue. Oh, shit. Like right into Pandora's box. Does anyone else get tonsil stones? No, because you're just making things up now. No, I am not making them up. Does anyone else get them? I'm just going to leave it at that. We'll come back and report next week. Come back and report next week. What they are. Because I I get them and I have had them from as long as I can remember. Not like kidney as a teenager. stones. No, no. They form in your on your tonsils and then they loosen and come out in your mouth. <clears throat> your body is indeed a wonderland. And well, as Rob calls it, whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, as we like to say. Just keep plucking.